Social Zoom Factor, episode 72. Hey, Zoomers, we are getting started in just a few seconds. But in order to Zoom, you need fuel. Our sponsors give us that fuel. Take a minute now to learn more about them. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. For those of you who are loyal listeners to this podcast, you probably know for the last few episodes, we have been following a conversation really focused on creating the most compelling, shareable, delightful customer user experiences that we can with a goal of increasing brand loyalty, increasing brand awareness, and just, you know, really inspiring those shareable experiences. So today, what I'm going to talk about is the importance of making sure that every single brand touch that you have with your customers or with potential customers, with your community, with your audience online matters and why you need to be making the absolute most of every brand touch that you possibly can. And what I'm going to do is to kind of put this in a nutshell for you with a story. And those of you who know me and follow me, you know that I love telling stories and you utilizing real life case studies and brand experiences that we all can learn from. And you probably know that I have been pretty busy recently doing a lot of traveling. I recently just got back from Athens, Greece, where I was hired to speak for an organization. It's the International Classified Media Association. And I was hired to do some keynote speaking along with a couple different workshops. And uh, the community consists of mostly C-level executives and some executive directors. And so it was great experience. I'll be talking about some more of that later in some later podcasts about some of the things that I learned from them as well. And that's the thing I think I love most about what I do is every time I offer a workshop, whether that be on social business, on marketing, on branding, on digital media, or I'm doing keynote speaking or training of any sort, I learn from my audience oftentimes as much as what they learn from me because I love hearing their stories. I love hearing their problems. I love hearing the challenges that they have. And and inside of one question that somebody asks is just uh, a goldmine of opportunity of how you can help that customer solve that problem. And I love nothing more than being able to have people walk away saying, wow, you know, you explain that in a way 
that is different than anybody has ever explained it to me. And so you think about when you're speaking as an example, or you're training and you have a room of people, same thing as it is online. Okay. When you have a Facebook page or a Facebook community or a Twitter community, and if you have established a brand of authority, you have an opportunity to inspire them every single day to connect with the members of that community every single day. You have multiple opportunities per hour to create positive brand touch points for your brand. You shouldn't be thinking of the social networks just in how am I going to go talk about myself and drag more traffic to my websites. We need to be thinking about brand experiences and why each of them matter. And so this leads us into this experience that I had while traveling in Greece. Okay. So the first hotel I stayed at was the Intercontinental Hotel and it was more right in the city of Athens. And I have to tell you, the experience there was very positive. And from the moment I arrived to the time that I left, it was just a great experience. Uh, Things were a little pricey. My only complaint would be, you know, the meals were very expensive. I think they were very much taking advantage of the fact that there were no real restaurants within walking distance. I think one Diet Coke or a bottle of water ran us about $6.50 in euros. So 6.50 euros. All right. Pretty expensive. So that's running up close to $10 for a bottle, teeny little bottle of Diet Coke or a a simple bottle of water. So I had some complaints in that department, but you know, they had a nice, decent gym. They had uh, decent food, good service, consistent service from the front desk all the way to the restaurants to room service. And room service was awesome. You know, we were high five in the people within uh, our room who were delivering us room service because being from the States and uh, when you go to Europe, you know, we were seven hours ahead of time. You're never hungry at the, at the right time. So it never failed. I took my 14-year-old with me and it was midnight every night by the time we were hungry. So we got pretty used to the room service, got spoiled a little bit. And I love the fact that at Intercontinental Hotel, the same uh, room service server came to our room, I think three nights in a row. So him and my son were able to talk about soccer and different things. And we were literally high-fiving each other, you know, by the second night when, when he came back. So big kudos to, I think, Intercontinental for really delivering a consistent brand experience and making it positive from curbside to curbside from when we arrived to when we left. So we stayed there through the week of the conference. And then we went to a different hotel. And the goal was to move to a hotel where we could be even a little bit more spoiled. And so my travel agent for this trip, aka my husband and partner, Josh Arowina out on Twitter, who booked the trip for us, uh, he did some research on hotels. And he found this hotel called the Devani uh, Apollon Palace. And it's right off of the coast. It's a Saronic Sea, the Saronic Gulf, and absolutely beautiful views. You know, the, the beach is within walking distance, beautiful pool. And when you look at their website, you know, it's all about just luxury and engagement, but it was still a decent price, but it was, you know, still not cheap. And it was a, a high price, but it was worth paying for because we knew or thought we knew we were going to have luxury. 
And so what we wanted to do was to be able to work out. That was one of my main goals. And I was able to work out when I was at the Intercontinental, but you know how it is when you're traveling and when you're conducting business and doing workshops. I didn't get to work out every day like I really wanted to. I think I worked out two out of four days that I spent the night there. So still pretty good. I was running at 50%, right? But going to the Devani, I was so excited because I looked at the pictures online and I saw their beautiful gym and I knew that they had a spa gym. And so I knew... I maybe would have had to pay, but I had no idea of the experience that I'm getting ready to share with you, okay? But we had wanted to spoil ourselves. We were looking forward to probably paying for a massage. I was maybe going to get a facial. They had a very cool therapy pool we could have dove into. And so we arrived on Friday night after a custom private tour with an amazing company that I will share with you later because they also delivered amazing experience to us. And I think we can all learn from them. And they are entrepreneurs and it was a taxi company turned tour company that really just gave us an amazing day. But they dropped us off at this hotel. And on the first night, it was, you know, status quo. We went and got some, I got a coffee latte in their restaurant right off of the uh, check-in lobby. And first thing I noticed is the lobby staff was just okay. You know, like I say, the whole experience was status quo. So, and remember this podcast today, we're talking about why every brand touch matters and why every brand touch adds up, okay, to either a good, a really good um, an excellent or a not so excellent customer experience. So we check in. Uh, first thing was that the bellman out front was a little stressed out. And so there were a couple cars that were arriving and my bags kind of got thrown onto the thing. And I wound up actually grabbing the bag off of the little cart that he was pushing because I had electronic equipment in there. And even though I told him to be careful with it, he pretty much threw it up there. And so I wasn't too happy about that. We then wanted to make sure that we had an upgraded room that we had paid for and that we had two double beds, which is what we were supposed to get. So they said, yes, you're upgraded. You're in an executive suite. So we get up to the room and find that we are in one king bed put together, or it might have been a queen. I don't remember what it was. So I immediately called downstairs. I said, hey, doesn't look like we have two beds like we were supposed to because it's me and my 14-year-old son. And I have to tell you, he's about a foot taller than I am. I'm only 5'3". He's Oh, six feet tall. Yes. And he's only 14. And so we really needed to have two beds. So they said, okay, we'll get you situated. We'll get somebody right up there. So they brought us a new key and they put us in a new room right down the hall. And it was not two double beds. It was two single beds that were pushed together. So at least we had our own covers that wasn't quite what we were expecting. And it wasn't really what some of the rooms looked like online. They definitely weren't as big. So here we are. I'm only five to 10 minutes into this experience. And if you think about the brand touches that I've had, none of them have been as awesome as what I was expecting based upon their website. So then uh, we walk into the new room and it also kind of smells. So it smells like we couldn't put our finger on what it smelled like. And I know it's not just stale, a dirt because the room was clean and uh, I know that they're a busy hotel so there's people coming and going so I'm not worried that nobody was in the room but it had 
almost a smoke smell to it. And later in the trip, the next day, when the maid service came to clean the room, one of the women came in who really smelled of smoke. I mean, you could you could really smell the smoke in a bad way. And so I'm wondering if maybe that's where it came from, if she had just somebody like that had just been in our room and smelled of smoke. I don't know, but it was not a good first impression. If I wish I would have had some of those travel candles, I would have definitely been spraying them. And I didn't have any perfume that I could spray because I only had the roll-on stuff. But I uh, had wished that I had something. I think we even sprayed a little bit of hairspray. We went and opened up the doors wide. Next thing that happened is our we left and went downstairs to get some dinner and uh, wound up not that hungry. So we got some coffee, got a cafe latte, and then I my, we got a brownie to share, to indulge in. And the room that we sat in was right off of the lobby, and it wasn't anything super fancy, okay? I, I'm thinking, where is this luxury hotel I saw online? And it wasn't that it needed to be luxurious. It just, it was bright. I felt like I was more in a cafeteria than I was in a nice hotel where I could have this warm and fuzzy feeling. So we asked for a table that was in the darkest part that we could find, which was near the windows, so we could kind of see outside even though it was dark we could see the view out the window okay so we go upstairs after we had our dessert and our service there was excellent by the way so our waiter was very good and we go upstairs and they had done the turn down in our room so they turned down your covers in the bed and they had i think we had maybe left the door open to the patio on purpose a little bit so that we could get some air well they had obviously closed the door but the door then was ajar, so it it would not open so we had to call downstairs to get the room door to open so they sent somebody up okay so that's fine fast forward we went to bed we slept good all those good things and then we woke up the next day and the whole goal was that we would be able to work out and be able to just really indulge ourselves in the hotel so we go to, I call first to find out the price of what it would cost me to get into their quote unquote nice gym. And so I must have misunderstood them. I thought it was going to be 15 euros. I get downstairs to find that it is 50 euros. So if you don't want to use the spa, then you can get it for 40 euros. 40 euros, my friends. That's a lot of money. Okay. You're reaching, what is that? 80, $90 uh, or $75. And so for one 30-minute workout, all right, and they wouldn't let my son in there who was 14, he's 14 and a half, plenty old enough to be working out. They said, no, he cannot come in and we'll need 40 euros from you. Okay, and I'm thinking, all I really need to do, I would have been happy with just a 30-minute workout. I said, the max I'm gonna spend in there is an hour. I, at this point, don't really need to use your uh, luxurious pool because you've kind of turned me off in the fact that you want to charge me 40 euros just to get into the gym. And there was no negotiating with them. Okay. It was run by the spa. It's independent and 40 euros to get in. So I said, forget that. All right. I'm going to go to the free gym, which because the pictures on the hotel website didn't look so bad. So we then trekked downstairs one level to go to the free gym. And let me tell you, friends, it was not even a gym. So I think that Devani should actually remove the fact that they state that they have a gym that is free to use because this gym did not work. And I I just posted a review on a trip advisor for the hotel, but 
bottom line, I mean, the mat underneath one of their weight benches was filthy and coming apart. Uh, most of the machines did not work. So they had two uh, universal weight machines, you know, the kind where you can push with the pulleys. And they simply did not work. You could not work out on these machines. Uh, they had rust all over most of the metal on the machines. They had a leg machine, you know, the leg machine where you like spread your legs and it's missing a pad and it doesn't work. I went to use a different machine where you uh, are working the back of your hamstrings and I went to adjust the rusty metal and a piece of the metal fell off in my hand. The machine basically broke and then I had like dirt and grease all over my hand. Okay. The elliptical or the bike equipment, the cardio equipment, the one of the treadmills is completely broken. It has a error sign there. The bikes are, all the electronics are completely outdated. They have like these manual things that you have to turn to get the resistance to go. One of the bikes I went and spent the time to adjust, you couldn't even turn the resistance, okay? I finally wound up getting a bit of a cardio workout on one of the uh, stair stepper machines that was totally outdated. Okay, so let's talk about this from a brand experience. What experience is this gym giving me as a customer? It's giving me a terrible customer experience. And let's rewind. What was the purpose that I wanted to go to this hotel? Remember? I wanted to go spoil myself. I was tired. We had had a long week. I wanted to go get a massage. I've had some problems with one of my legs. I've had shin splints from doing P90X. So I was ready to spend money to get some therapy, to get some love, to to help my legs recover, my mind recover, to relax, to be spoiled. And let's think about this. What if they had have given me access to the beautiful gym or if they would have at minimum made that affordable to where I didn't feel like I was being completely ripped off by paying 40 euros to work out for 60 minutes, what would have happened? I probably would have went into the gym. I could have brought my son in there. We could have worked out on the equipment. And mind you, this equipment was nothing fancy. I could see into the gym. It was the same gym that most hotels give access to for free or for a small, you know, nominal charge, 10 to 15 euros max. You know, in the US, I think we pay $15 max to get into one of these gyms, maybe 20, but 40 euros. Okay, but had I been able to go in there, I could have then connected with the staff. I could have seen how clean possibly the equipment was because I know they pride themselves on this spa gym that they have. So I could have seen how great of an experience I was being provided. And I can guarantee you that I would have came out of the gym and I would have stopped at the same desk to ask about their packages and to ask when I could book my massage, when I could book a facial. So you think about the hundreds of dollars that they lost from us, from one customer, from a couple of these poor brand touches. And if you think about it, how easily could that be fixed? How much is it really to fix and replace some of that gym equipment? I'll tell you, it's nominal compared to the amount of money that they are losing. And after the fact, I went back and did some more research on TripAdvisor. And although they had the majority 
of good reviews, as I started to dig in, I saw that many past guests going all the way back to 2012, 2013, have had the same complaints that we did about some of the same things, about the staff just kind of being status quo, about their rooms stinking, about their beds not being as they had promised, about the gym being absolutely terrible. So the thing is, this company knows that they are delivering poor customer experiences in these areas. They know for a fact that they are not serving what their customers need. They, I know this because they are responding to these reviews on TripAdvisor. I went uh, to the desk right after we worked out and I shared this experience with the front desk. They immediately went and got the general manager for me or manage, the highest level manager that was on duty and I shared my experience with him. Although he was responsive, he honestly seemed a little bit annoyed. Like it was obvious he knew there was already a problem and then he just wanted to get rid of me as fast as he could. That was very obvious. And so he said, you know, well, I can give you free access to the gym, you know, and I said, I'm not wanting anything free at this point. I'm just hoping that you can fix this. So if I ever come back, maybe I'll come back to your hotel and that, you know, so really, so you can just know the situation and hopefully fix it for future guests. And offering me a free visit to the gym at that point really didn't solve my problem. I'm already sweaty. I'm done working out. We had already taken a walk along the beach. You know, I was ready now to go get showered and enjoy my time in Greece and go do a little bit more touring. So just didn't quite work for me. And maybe if he had have offered, you know, a nightcap of some sort where we could have went and got a snack later that night or, you know, anything, I probably maybe would have taken him up on it. But my whole purpose in telling him was not to get something for free. Hey, Zoomers, I know we are deep into some amazing content right now, but let's take a quick moment to learn more about our great sponsors too. Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from Everyone Social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends. What's the lesson for you in this? Okay. Number one is that every brand touch absolutely matters. And it could be something that you know in your business is just not working the right way. And if you know that that is bringing your customers a negative brand experience, you really need to be taking a look at that because to you, it may not be that big a deal. And I'm sure this hotel, when they're thinking about it, they're looking at it and they're saying, oh, you know, well, it's the gym. We shouldn't worry about it because we have this nice spa gym. All right. You can pay 40 euros and go to the gym. If you want a nice gym, then go, go spend the 40 euros. Okay. I maybe would have been inspired to spend the money at the gym if it wasn't such a ripoff price. And 
it's not that I didn't have the money. It's not that I couldn't have spent the money to go work out, but it was the point that I felt that I was being taken advantage of. And I think, you know, their prices on some of their sodas and the Diet Coke I talked about Intercontinental, it was even more expensive at the Devani. And why? I mean, does it really cost an extra euro to get a Diet Coke? No, I don't think that it does. And so you need to think about those areas in your business. And if it is something negative, turn it into something positive. You know, my recommendation to Devani would be that they go replace that gym equipment ASAP. How much is it really going to cost them? Less than 5000 max, 10000 $7,000, U.S. dollars if they're wanting to completely replace the gym equipment. And think about what they could do then. They could then be creating positive brand impressions. They could have a sign in the gym. You know, if you are interested in a massage, you know, be upgrading me to the next thing. Let me go experience what it is that's free. Make the free just as good. Give that a good experience. So then I want to go check out the spa because I guarantee even if I could have had a good experience in the free gym, the chances that I would have purchased spa service are probably at least 75 to 80% that I still would have purchased a, a spa package. But you know what? Because the equipment was so poor, because the the floor mat was filthy underneath the weight bench, because the grease on the rusted equipment made my hand dirty I didn't want to go spend a hundred bucks on a massage. It made me distrust whether it would be clean equipment. What would be the, the quality of the staff who would be touching my body? You know, did I really trust them giving my son a massage? No, they had completely lost that trust. And the thing is, when you give positive brand experiences, you earn trust, you earn loyalty, you earn respect, you, you earn the, evangelist for your brand. They're going to go shout about it from a mountaintop, how good you made them feel instead of doing a podcast, teaching a lesson to others of what you shouldn't do. So I think by now you probably got the moral of this story and it's just make sure that every brand experience that you are offering your audiences, your customers, your prospective customers is as positive as it can absolutely be. And I encourage you to check out some of our other episodes on brand experiences and loyalty and even employee advocacy. And I've, I've shared a couple case studies on Delta Airlines recently. You can check out episode 69 as well as episode 71, which shares with you some amazing things and just delightful things that Delta Airlines did on our recent trip. And then, you know, I'll include some of the other episodes you can check out in the show notes page. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 72. But thank you so much for your time today. And I know your time is very valuable. And I appreciate the time that you spend with me here. And I hope that you're learning. And don't forget, if you want to ask me questions that you would love to hear me answer in our live podcast, please do that. You can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam and you can leave me a voicemail and then I will start playing some of your questions live on the show and also start answering them. So thank you so much for your time. I wish you the best of success in the days and weeks to come. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. 
Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.